Briggs. It's your old pal, the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> this is Joe Bob Briggs. This is Jeffrey Combs. Hey, this is Scotty from Anthrax. Hi, you're listening to Adrienne Barbeau. Hi, this is Doc Bradley. You're listening to Quality Time. You're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Broadcast. And you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Podcast. I'm saying this under duress. You better keep listening or I will tear your soul apart. kind of like what's genre uh it's pretty much pretty much all music that parents would hate you know very very unwoke so oh. i was gonna say noise suppression is when my parents hit me for talking <laughs> uh and with that we'll start off the show We'll start off the show. Welcome to Quality Time. Uh, I'm one third of your host, Eric Woodworth. I'm joined first by the lovely, very talented Miss Ashley Pontius. How are you? I'm okay, Daddy. You're doing it. Hey, we got an early morning sesh this morning. I like it. You're waking up. You know, the full depression really hasn't sunk in on the day. You're ready to fucking raring to go, right? Um, Eric. I thought you'd know me better. I've totally been up all night thinking about how bad my life is. <laughs> uh, and speaking of horrible lives, we're also joined by my blood, my brother, Jeremy P. Woodworth. Jeremy, how are you, sir? <laughs> I've been a big, I've been, uh, uh, I've been a big fan of you shows for so long now. My, my name is Kathy Bates. Oh, my God. Is that Kathy Bates? Original That's right. I'm, freak. I'm the bearded woman. I'm the biggest monster <laughs> in the, the American horror stories. You know, so, uh, you know, I figure, I, I figure, <laughs> keep, I figure keep, out keep for it being, going. For being Emmy, Emmy, War, Emmy Warf, <laughs> Ward winner that I be uh, part of your podcast. I'm, I'm Kathy Bates, and I... Are you sure that was Kathy Bates or and, is that? I'm also, uh, I love the Misery series. Are you sure you're Kathy Bates or are you really Roscoe from today's movie? Uh, <laughs> that's all, folks. Uh, <laughs> I'm, a- I'm actually Joe DiMarchio. Say my new quality podcast. Hey, my God, Joe DiMarchio from Mr. Fuck you, Baltimore! You know, yeah, you know. Bob Bellport! You know, you know, you know what I say when my competitors say they charge a higher price. I say I'll come down over to Dundalk, fuck your daughter over at the uh, Goodyear Tire. I don't give a shit. I'm Joe to fucking mark you. <laughs> I don't care how many goddamn tattoos she she fucking has. I'll go see her up at Fantasies later that night. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Anyway, shout outs, Joe Bru- to Mark you. Bru- brought to you by. <laughs> So for all of our Ger- brought to you by Walter Strauss. All, all of our to all of our German listeners, we just want you to know, uh, Mister Tire is a local Baltimore uh, dealer of uh, of tires, and he always has uh, ads to say, "Hi, I'm Joe Tamarcio. You want to know who I really am? 
And he always ends it like that and says something ridiculous. And he's like, you want to know who I really am? It means I'm going to break into your house at night while your daughter's sleeping. And then I'm going to come in and fucking cuck your life. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm Joe Tamarkio, everybody. Gluklashot! <laughs> Gluklashot! Merchensee! Dorg Duncan! Dundark Mutakan! Wow! Alfin! <laughs> Joe Tamarkio, Jeremy, Jeremy just had another stroke. Just uh, that actually oh. just happened. Well, geez, if Joe Demarchio is threatening to cuck people, I know where Eric's been buying his tires. <laughs> 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 oh man, actually, I haven't been buying any tires because my car is still in the shop from the aforementioned car accident from like four or five episodes ago, putzing around uh, in what I got with manual roll down windows and uh, and locks. So uh, really, hey, go, loving go, life. Go go go, Power Rangers. Get a valet. There we go. Um, now, Ashley, you've been uh, had had quite the week on your hands uh, as everything unfolded. You ended up having to uh, maybe a little a medical sitch. Would you like to share with our listeners? Yeah. So I was already aware that something was wrong with me last episode while we were recording, but I was like, going to keep it to myself because um, listeners, if you are also a woman, you know, you suffer in silence until it's unavoidable. Um, so I had to developed... how babies are made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I noticed a lump in my leg, uh, small on Saturday. And I was like, ah, no big deal. It'll go away. It's fine. By Saturday night, it was or Sunday night. 24 hours later, it was like pretty, pretty obvious that there was a large lump in my leg got way worse. And I was like, it, uh, it'll go away. I'll make it hot, you know, get the infection out. Obviously seemed like that's what it was. Uh, another 24 hours after that, I'm on laugh finder, but I'm not like really telling anyone that, like I have a fever. I have a really bad fever. <laughs> oh no! And you're um, starting to research uh, cures to the T virus in the Resident Evil world oh, at this point. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you guys, if you're a consistent listener of ours, you remember Eric had what he called lovingly a nussy, yeah. which is when he had an infection behind his knee, and the way it opened, he was calling it a nussy. Oh and that yeah. Was very bad for Eric, and it was insatiable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was gnarly and poor Eric had to go to the hospital and he had lots of issues with that. So this thing, I will never share pictures because it's just not okay. Um it got would, to be the I would never share pictures of my toenails with my my, my friends. <laughs> oh Jeremy sent us a picture of his foot the other day. We'll get to that, and that Jesus. I said Hey, I sent that to um by the way, the DLP crew and I said, Hey Jeremy's selling some CDs. Are you guys interested in any of these? <laughs> <This is> evil. <laughs> so evil. <laughs> So, um, so at this point, come like Monday, it is the size of a softball. Oh my my gosh. And I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna die. Um, so I, I go in to urgent care the next morning because there's no sign of it getting better. And then I'm like having those, like, does anybody else catastrophize? Or I'm like, I'm going to get like a flesh eating bacteria. My thigh is going to, I'm going to get amputated, all that stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you think about like when I had the nussy, I thought about like, I mean, I guess I can, it's bad. I'm going to have to get like severed. Maybe I can sever it mid femur. You know, I always think of like, what if I would lived in like the dawn of the dead type world and I just got my (laughs) leg hacked off there. Cause that's where my zombie bite happened. Yeah. But you have to understand mine is, 
his upper thigh way yeah. too close to the <sighs> pussy for me to be happy. So um, it's bad. And I go into urgent care and they're like, well, look, Ashley, you were this close to being in our movie today. It's a little too close to home. It's hard to laugh about that. We, we, we called him Belial. <laughs> Jesus. So they're like, hey, we, we, we want to we wanna open you up. Like, we think it's the best course of action. We're going to do it right now. And I'm like, okay, great. So they, they give me like lidocaine shots or whatever, which shots suck in general, but I can't like properly express the amount of pain I was in. Cause that's where the needles are going. Um, they open it up and then I get news. I don't want to hear, which is like, huh? We don't see what's making your leg do this. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I imagine like, especially when I hear about your trips to like healthcare professionals and stuff, I wasn't surprised if like he drained it and then all of a sudden it's on top of this taco. He's like, yeah, the flavor's all off with this. Yeah. It's just not <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy's now holding up a picture of basket case. We are not raising my lump. <laughs> Disgusting. Um, we've already raised two of Eric's. Um, so, <laughs> just kidding. They're wonderful. Okay. So, so, um, it's just not what I want to hear. Like, I was very upset. They are like, so look, we're going to give you more antibiotics. Um, here's the thing. If the fever comes back, we've already called general surgery over at the hospital that we're just going to go in and take more out. <laughs> like, you got to be yeah. fucking shitting me. Um, so it's been a very, like, scary week. Thank God I saw a different doctor when they took out my stitches and the gauze. So they like they pack, you know, if you ever had it, they pack your wound yeah. with like tissue paper. Oh, that's awesome, Kitty. Please keep doing that. My cat is next to me throwing up on my windowsill. <laughs> Get the mic on it. Get the oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> let's, get, let's get some audio kitty what do you think of of mommy's uh problems right now here ashley's getting the mic to the cat oh, it scared him away it scared him away cool oh um, good let me find some fabric yeah <laughs> hold yeah. on quick to when mom's I was, bed <laughs> dude when i was sick with the the leg thing this week i watched one of my cats throw up on my carpet and i was like i'll get to it when i come back from the hospital like, I can wait. Like, I just can't deal with this right now. I can't even fucking bend over. So anyways, um, thankfully, I saw another doctor um, in the same office, and they gave me, like, a big antibiotic uh, oral, like, big pills to take. Mm-hmm. Um, so as of today, my lump is, like, beep, like, it's real small now. Um, I also now have a fussy. So now that she's been cut open, uh, she, boys she's wet (laughs) (laughs) oh man it's just been a fucking well that's well i'm glad that you're on the mend you didn't get it's by by the best porn on on the web yeah yeah (laughs) that too uh i'm i'm glad you're on the mend i'm glad you didn't have to do a stint in the hospital uh and that's good and it didn't like get into your bloodstream and stuff so this is all these are all great things i'm happier on the mend um and you know what you're gonna be fucking kicking ass and taking names in no time and cleaning up that cat throw up by like sometime next week no i already i already cleaned it up because i'm a lady um but no i i thank you i'm very happy that this is pretty much almost over i'm glad to be feeling better and i just 
I'm glad that I can get back to my real passion, which is dealing with my emotional problems. There we go. <laughs> back in the saddle again. Uh, I um, Speaking of emotional problems, uh, I ran into one this week. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, Jeremy, don't don't be the guy that r- makes me have to edit this out. But uh, in my day job, okay, which is not to be revealed, my my day job, uh, it's kind of a locked office, all right. But oftentimes, people come up and they uh, they try to return equipment from time to time, and they're like, "It's it's not here. You need to go somewhere oh, right. else." Right. Um. Well, this lady starts knocking, and I'm like. <laughs> I'm in like direct line of sight with her. So I have to get up and I answer it. I'm like, okay. So I answer this door Mm -hmm. and I'm like, yeah, we don't really, you know, do customer service or anything here. You're going to have to go to this other location. It's a big sign that's on the door. It's very easy to read. Um, That, that completely lost on her. It didn't matter. Um, She's about to describe what she looks like. We're talking mid sixties. Give a, give her a real, uh, got a real like chunky kind of blanche from um Golden Girls kind of look to her. Oh, maybe ooh, a okay. maybe a bit maybe with just a just like a a touch of large Marge. Okay, <laughs> um, and she was like, "I need to see, speak to somebody in your company." And I said, "Um, well, really, I was like again, I don't really do this, and I'm trying to I'm trying to work. I got stuff to do, right? That isn't dealing with this lady." But as she piques my interest, I'm like. Okay, what do you got? And so I just talked to her at the door. She immediately produces about 50 printed out pieces of paper that are clearly emails. She goes, hey, do you see this? Is your company name on this? You see that email? That's not your company. This is a scam. And I go, huh, sure enough, yeah, that indeed looks like a phishing scam. She goes, you see this one? Your your account's about to be canceled. Look at that email. That's not your company. And I go again. Yeah, I'd say I'd say you're right about that. I, I agree. And she goes, "We got to get to the bottom of this." <laughs> what, uh, uh, what? I go. What? What do you mean? What bottom? She's like, "Well, first, I think your company needs to know about this. That this is happening." I was like, "But I mean, these are phishing scams. I mean, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure." The company knows about it. Uh, I, I like. I, I'm going to go out on yeah. a limb. I'm going to go out on a limb and say they got a good. They got a good idea. It's happening. And she was like, <laughs> "Well, we got to. We got to do something about." It. it was like, "We. We. Wh- what exactly?" So I say, "What. What do you think?" Oh, oh. By the way, it's at this one. She's like, "I already went to the UPS in Hagerstown. She has a separate one of UPS ones that that are also UPS scam oh my God, ones." No. She was like, "I've already went to the Hagerstown UPS." They weren't able to help me. And I was like, okay, oh my, cool. Oh my God. All this makes me want to do is send this woman scam emails just to send her on missions. <laughs> we'll quests all day. Hey, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. <laughs> so, so I got. I love Pokemon Go. <laughs> I, I asked this lady and she keeps saying, she's like, you know, I had my computer guy. He's the best. That's what he calls. She just refers to him <laughs> as the computer guy. <laughs> she goes, I had my computer guy. She said, this one, it came from Mexico. I was like, okay, cool, nice. I was like, what? So, listen, I, I really can't help you, but maybe the other location, but I, I don't know what they're going to be. What, what is your end game here? Like, what do you plan on doing? And she goes, 
Well, first, I'm sorry, Ash, go ahead. Uh, before sorry, I tell you her master plan. Sorry, sorry. I was just going to say her computer expert is just her nephew who's been stealing money from her for years. Yes. <laughs> yes. Her expert is definitely a 15 year old kid who's been stealing her Oxycontin and replacing it with baby aspirin for years. Of course. God, I just feel so bad. Like, I, what is going to happen when she finds out that Nigerian prince doesn't really want to marry her? <laughs> <laughs> So, so uh, I'm sitting there. I'm like, "What? What is your end game, lady? Like, what? Where are you going with this?" She's like, "Well, first we get it all the way to the top of your company." I was like, "Okay." And then when she's like, "Then the lawyers and we go to the judge." I was like, "Okay." And then the judge, we can will levy fines, and because this has to, this has got to stop. This has got to stop. And I was like, "I was like, okay, let, how?" How is a judge here going to make someone in Mexico do anything at all? It's the judge. I was like, okay. So I reframed the question for her. I was like, I got it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help her see the light. I was like, let me ask you a question. Because I knew, I could tell, she was a, I could tell what would really spark a, spark a thing for her. I was like, imagine you got a letter from China. And that letter from China was from a judge. And that judge said, hey, we found that you sent an illegal email. We need you to come here to China and pay for this. And she went, I just, I, 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 I wouldn't. And then I was just like, you see, that's exactly how it would work. Good job, <laughs> and, and she went, immediately she saw that, no light bulb clicked at all. She's like, nope, I got to get to the judge. And we got to this will somehow work that she'll be able to stop so this lady is on uh on a mission to stop phishing emails so i said hey maybe you i've eventually tapped out i was like i can't take any more of this and so i was like hey you just maybe go to the kingfisher location i did think of like hey can you give me one of these for um evidence yeah (laughs) for evidence so i can make a record of it and really i should have because i would have loved to have her email and like sit here and like make a fake email account and then like yeah. film myself all blacked out like we saw where you went today and blah 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 <laughs> like, you need to stop following the trail like like make a nefarious uh, uh 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 plot against her that would be fun oh she also said I was like, hey, listen, I get all these phishing ones. I get tons of texts all the way. She leans in. She goes, that's why I don't have a cell phone. I was like, that this tracks. This tracks. Oh, my God. So I had to give her turn-by-turn instructions (laughs) to get to the other location. It was very fun. And she was uh, completely batshit crazy in no way uh, is changing anything. And I... I want to be in a part in my life where this is my hardest battle I have to fight. Like, I want it to where, like, I went to Hagerstown and Frederick and drove miles and miles to get to the bottom of this. She's she's a scavenger cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. Um... I do have I have one last work story before we get into today's movie. Um, and it's a quick one. I've had a problem, and it's probably been going on for about four weeks now, maybe like three or four weeks, where I just will I I've realized that the most catchiest thing you can get stuck in someone's head is from the Shakira sh- song um, "Whenever Wherever," and uh, I will just go around people and I'll just go. And then 
you just do it once and then it's like an earworm that just sinks in and they, you'll just hear people like in the office go lay low the fuck eric like that, that's all <laughs> so i've been spreading this earworm wherever i go the shakira <laughs> um and this fellow walks out uh from uh the back uh of the office we don't really see him much he just comes to check packages really nice fella mm-hmm. and uh one of my coworkers, who's the song is just stuck in his head and he goes hey do you uh because he he's now part of the game now too he mm-hmm. likes to also infect people he goes hey <laughs> he goes hey do you uh do you have um do you like Shakira? And he goes, "Oh yeah, I love Shakira. The he's that basketball player Shakira O'Neal." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I almost <laughs> fell out of my chair. I, I was I was in absolute hysterics. So Did- now I I only refer to Shaquille O'Neal as Shakira O'Neal from now on. Do you, do you ever wonder if like maybe you're dead and you're just in retard heaven? Like, <laughs> You'd be surprised the people that I, I'm talking about are keeping our our infrastructure together by a thread every single day. It's amazing. Nanos. I, I have my earworm uh, all week, and all I do is mow the lawn, and I do hedge work and take down weeds all week, and I can hear the song all in the yard. Chop, 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 chow down, till chow down to Chinatown. I'm a ninja! <laughs> I want to be ninja! <laughs> I can tell you what mine is. Mine is, I didn't even see the new Mario movie. But Jack Black singing Peaches, I'll be taking a shit. I'm like, Peaches, 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 Peaches. It's very irritating. Jeremy, what's been going on with you? Nothing at all. Nothing Nothing at all about the weekend of Chiller coming up. Ooh, that's exciting. My special new friend. Oh, Ooh. Jeremy new made skin suit. a little, you made a little friend, did you not? He's a little friend. <laughs> now, Jeremy, have oh, you, have I'm, you... Try, I'm trying to keep, keep, I'm keeping calm, keep calm. So Jeremy, uh, to, the, to new listeners who might not know, um, for years, and I mean, this is, I, I mean, before this podcast started six years ago, before any of this, Jeremy has had a love and attraction for little people so much so that he's, he's begged begged for a a little friend he's always wanted one he's never uh attained to this goal most of the time they get very angry when he picks them up and then uh, and says you're my baby now <laughs> and then runs around with them and they the can put me down um but jeremy have you actually <laughs> made a a little a little person friend now i i i i tried to make see if he's gonna hang with us at uh chiller he is not only a right a, a wrestler but also a weightlifter who can bench who can uh, d- drop lift uh 300 to 350 pounds oh so he can and fuck also you up. is <laughs> yes he is he is a little mini schwarzenegger so this this man is he's he was working all weekend for uh i think it's called evil Lair or something, and mm. he's the uh, the uh, the evil midget with a cattle prod in people's hands. So, 
So he's, what, he's cool with the word we're midget, I think. So, yeah, dude, we, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Are you have you used the M word around him yet? Or do well, you, I think gonna, we, we we say uh, midja now. That's with, okay. Him, I so. got you. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Do, I mean, is that something you broach on your first meeting with him? Or are you going to try to get a couple of BLs in him first? Uh, and then say, hey, I like trans beers, and then say, you know what I think is cool? The M word. Uh, how are you going to do it? Are you just going to... Well, I, I, I dress her up. I, dr- I, I dress up with the helmet like the guy from uh, uh, Beyond Thunderdome, and I <laughs> wait to him um, um over my shoulders so just, and we we get into cage matches and so. it would that would be funny if like you joined like to meet at the meetup like you know how people hold signs at a at an airport and you have the full blaster uniform on and just like just a blaster looking for a master and then <laughs> just and of course I, as master bus i don't talk i just go <laughs> he's got the mind of a child <laughs> Blaster's eyes. They're not like a man's eyes. That's They're cool. like a doll's eyes. Oh, well, that's gosh. good. I'm excited about uh, you meeting your new friend. Oh. Um, I want you to not, you know, don't try too hard. Why don't you just try to let it happen as organically as possible? You know, just go in your regular clown makeup, no extra. You know, let him see the real you. Well, I'll say, Jeremy, do what I do to trick men into loving me. Pretend that you don't have problems. And then let them find out later. <laughs> well, I can I can count the first twenty seconds where I'm hugging him and and squeezing him, and then I call him George. So, <laughs> all right. Well, get off of me! Get off me, you motherfucker! Stop touching me, you bastard! So, speaking of of little people, Jeremy, your pick of the week is uh, is here, and we are excited to bring it to you, folks. All right, freaks out there! Big Papa Pop is your hookup. Hello, in the air. Yes, we're doing nineteen thirty twos, freaks, um, an MGM movie uh, of great rapport. Uh, that has inspired the likes of many a director, in particular the great Guillermo del Toro. It's one of his favorite films of all time. Um, this is uh, by director Todd Browning, who uh, was tasked this when making the movie uh, following the huge success of Dracula in 1931, which MGM director Todd Browning made on loan to Universal. He was instructed by MGM production chief Irving Thalberg to give us something to out-horror Frankenstein, uh, another Universal hit at the time. Browning was essentially just given freedom to make whatever he wanted, and Thalberg was completely unprepared for what he produced um this is uh this is what we were uh apparently the director uh todd browning actually grew up and for it at a time did work in a circus as a child uh mm. where he saw many of these things um gaba gaba hey don't okay you want that jeremy got it you're gonna have to talk though while i pull up this audio that jeremy's asking for <laughs> Or Ashley. Ashley, um, the, sure. 
<laughs> I so, have Jeremy. I love when Jeremy sends me like, "Hey, I need this audio pulled up," and I'm in the middle of talking and trying to produce the show. He's like, "Hey, can you pull this up?" I was like, "Yeah, cool. Can you talk for a second? Silence. <laughs> I have a hundred more things to, to, to talk to, to bring out. Hey, hey, think about this. Think about this guy without a dick." Uh, oh god yeah we'll also talk about that later that's actually a question i have um but i love the the opening of the movie um where the i guess the guy or like the circus wrangler whatever you call him <laughs> um he's like they didn't ask to be born i'm sorry they didn't ask to be brought into this world but into the world they came i was like damn i feel that I do. I feel the hell out of that. Uh, by, the, by the way, she was born that way, like Lady Gaga. <laughs> that is that is true. Um, the uh, uh, some of the initial. So this movie was originally like ninety minutes long. The cut that we have in modern day is only about an hour. Uh, originally, it had an extra half hour that uh, was cut. Um, a lot of people in San Diego got to watch it for months on end, but uh, eventually they cut it down because of the scathing reviews. Because uh, as far as I know, this is one of the first movies that got canceled. Um, uh, one movie, one uh, woman after seeing Freaks wrote a letter to Todd Browning and MGM exclaiming. You must have uh, the mental equipment of a freak yourself to devise such a picture. While another viewer complained to put such creatures in a picture and before the public is unthinkable. While a third woman who attended a 1932 test screening of the film claimed that she suffered a miscarriage resulting from the film's shocking nature and threatened to sue MGM. So uh, these are just some of the the wonderful reviews this movie was met with when it came out uh, almost 100 years ago. Which I say boo, and to that I say nay, this film had one of the first trans women I've ever seen on film. <laughs> well, we'll t- we'll talk about the 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 biggest horror in in because she's on the table the the she male and she has a an, an accent like she's from Jersey. Go bull gobble, go bull gobble. We accept her one of us. Is that's, that that's, that's actually Baltimore? Sorry, not New Jersey. Is, I was gonna say when you said New Jersey, and that's what she was chanting. I was like, "Is that what your wife screamed at you on your wedding night, Jeremy?" <laughs> Hell yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's good. Um, so uh, the movie starts off, and you get a very uh, uh, fun vaudevillian esque uh, fella who uh, talks about the freaks. We didn't lie to you, folks. We told you we had living, breathing monstrosities. You laughed at them, shuddered at them, and yet, but for the accident of birth, you might be even as they are. They did not ask to be brought into the world, but into the world they came. Their code is a law unto themselves. Offend one, and you offend them all. Ooh. (laughs) They're they're also into stabbing. Lots of stabbing. Hope you like stabbing. It immediately, he immediately pans to uh, a little sideshow he's showing that we aren't going to be able to reveal till the end of the movie uh, to see what this freak is as he gives this backstory to it. But Ashley, yeah. 
Um, the one you're talking about, I've been, I knew we, I just had to get this in. So he mentions this one act. He goes, a prince shot himself for her. And I was like, oh my God. I immediately stood up and got excited watching this film. I was like, oh my God, is Sam Kelly in this movie? <clears throat> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, okay, uh, we're all as good as dead now. Yeah, we're as good as dead. That's great. We've had tarot cards pulled on us as this happened. It's public knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, uh, we then uh, get to see the backstory of the very lovely Cleopatra, uh, who's played by Olga uh, Black. Balkanova, uh, very very lovely tempstress in this movie. She's the acrobatic act in the uh, in the traveling uh, sideshow, um, and we also otherwise, get, otherwise known as Pink. We also get to meet <laughs> Hans and Frida, played by Harry Earls and his sister Daisy Earls, who in this movie are love interests, and it is very awkward seeing both of their weird tiny German faces next to each other and the lack of chemistry therein. Uh, not, not to mention brother and sister in real life. That's what I just said. And I just wanted to say Amy Schumer looks adorable in that too, too. <laughs> we, get, we get to see some of the love between Hans and Frida, the, uh, the adorable little people. She's the most beautiful big woman I have ever seen. Why, Hans, how you talk? I should be jealous pretty soon. Ah, don't be silly. Don't be silly. I've seen these women making ice at my hands. Of course, I ain't jealous. Oh, freedom, my dear. I have ice for only one woman. The woman I asked to be my wife. Uh, I would never leave you for a full-grown human person. I love you. Um. Can, can you also speak half German all the time? <laughs> it has the energy of, like, a girl in cookie dough pants at Walmart with no teeth. Be like, stay away from my man. I know you want him. Stay yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did, did they actually give the, the actors to sound like children or versus normal normal dwarfs like time bag that's actually talking like normal people uh it could be but i also noticed that everybody in the sound equipment from the 1930s sounds a little bit high pitched up they really turned up the treble on everyone uh, like every, back in the day yeah, everybody has to sound like the lollipop gang or something you know <laughs> the lollipop cheese the lollipop you're you're normal you're not you're you know what? trying to sound weird i wonder if you had to if you had to pit the cast of uh of the Wizard of Oz versus the cast of Freaks, who wins in an all-out brawl? Um, I mean, Freaks. They, free, I mean, I mean, Kimmy Robertson is a normal-sized person, but she sounds like she's two years old. Okay? I mean, you start sending the this group of pinheads at people, and uh, they start. They, they're probably freakishly strong. They start ripping yeah. little munchkins in half. I <laughs> dunking them in coffee and eating them. Um, it's a. Uh, it's kind of it's a scary thought to think about. And I'd let, love let's to talk, watch though. And let's talk about the most famous of of our day is the the, the beautiful Beetlejuice who I actually met at Chiller. So, yes, the the beautiful Beetlejuice, uh, uh, otherwise known as Lester. Ah, Lester. Yeah. Very cool. 
Um, he's I'm, totally normal. He 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 has a good time walking wait, around naked. So I was a first name Mo. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so the uh, mole, the mole star. But while <laughs> while sweet uh, Hans has eyes for Cleopatra, uh, the rest of the circus does uh, does laugh at him behind his back. Are you laughing at me? Why, no, Monsieur. Thanks, I'm glad. Why should I laugh at you? Most big people do. They don't realize I'm a man. With the same feelings they have. <laughs> so, uh, poor little Hans is always getting made fun of because he just wants to fuck a grown-sized woman. You know, is that is that so much to ask? Um, can I point out that the midget has Eric's haircut? <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Stop. We do have very similar facial features. I do look like a giant, like like if he went to the the Amazing Zoltan and asked to be big, he would be me. That's He wouldn't grow into Tom Hanks. He'd grow into Eric Woodworth. It's, good. it's a good thing this movie didn't have any influence on, say, say for instance, some German that saw this movie, like, great, now I want to destroy the world. I'm little Hitler, yes. I also like the idea that if he did go to the Great Zoltan and asked to be big and then turned into me so he could fuck uh, a, a regular sized woman, he still wouldn't be able to. So that's the really important. <laughs> there's an important circle to, like, to oh, follow. Oh, Eric. No, no. Brad, Brad, Brad Williams is very, very uh, outspoken about the fact that, like, if you get doggy style. But if I am on my feet, completely uh, doing doggy style on my feet, not on my knees. I'm working it like like a like a like a, a master. Oh yeah, so doggy style when midgets do doggy style. Yes. it's like it. That's a regular sax position for him. That's good. Exactly, and he's whoo, man. He gets he gets like swimming pools. Of Although pussy. I bet you though, it is pretty funny though. If you're even like a shorter one and you want to do doggy style, you have to get a couple phone books to stand on to like. <laughs> <laughs> Like, hold on. Like, if you were Vern Troyer, you got to stack a couple of fucking newsprints oh, up. Give me a... Hold on. Get the sex milk crate. Oh, <laughs> I, did make, I did make a note. That's like, they're kind of like... They're social rejects, and they're sort of like superheroes. So it's like they're the extra chromosome men. <laughs> it's, it's called... Uh, there's a there's a lot of bucket bucket lists for women to have uh, sex with oh, midgets. Oh gosh, so. I gotta be honest, not on my list. But good for any lady that wants it. Um, I've had enough micro penises in my day. So we get to meet some of the other freaks around the uh, around the place. Uh, Roscoe, uh, who is married to one half of the uh, Siamese twins, because there's a whole story arc that I, I didn't really grab a lot of audio for this. But one of the story arcs within this hour long uh, masterpiece is that there's Siamese twins, uh, uh, Violet and Daisy, and they uh, that one is married to Roscoe, who basically has a stuttering problem like Porky Pig. 
Dig, who is like, respect me. And um, in the meantime, Daisy is now dating a, a guy who asked to marry her. And they have this wonderful little moment. He's like, well, you should come and visit us. He's like, yeah, I think I will have to someday. And then like <laughs> just not realizing that they're not going to be able to be removed. <laughs> Jeremy is now sharing a picture of the real Siamese twins uh, that are like the two headed ones. But these two look like they're connected by the butt. Um <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, that's a, it's it's a fun time, and uh, you also get to meet the guy who has uh, who's just a half the half boy or whatever. He's just walks around on his hands everywhere. Um, he is the uh, played by Johnny Eck, and apparently Johnny Eck was um, the director. Um, Browning was so enamored with him. He wanted to actually, when they finished filming this, make an entire movie about Johnny Eck and would take him around like a lot of the set most of the time and put him on the dolly with the camera and stuff. He said he was fascinated by the whole thing and thought about making a sequel just with the half boy. Mm -hmm. Um, And Johnny Eck was also the only supporter of this film all through his life. Uh, Everybody else was like, I don't like the way that it showed us. It made us look ridiculous and uh, made us look like freaks. Uh, in particular, old Olga Roderick, who plays the bearded lady, was one of the staunchest uh, opposition to this. Um, she really hated this fucking movie the entire time and had constant fights with the director. Um, when the director would say, hey, just come in normal, she would jet dye black her beard and then put her hair up and like do everything the exact opposite of what he would say. Can uh, I just point out real quick? I'm jumping ahead for one second because you already brought her up. The bearded lady. Can I talk about the only inconsistency that was in this film for me? So the bearded lady has a baby. That's factually inaccurate because the bearded lady can't have a baby because she is PCOS, clearly. (laughs) What is PCOS? Oh, polycystic ovarian syndrome. You grow a beard. So I'm like, "Mm -mm -mm, I don't believe it. Now I I, both, I met uh, Rose Higgins or Siggins is it Siggins? Uh, she was the uh, the half lady in uh, American Horror Story, and at uh, Monster Mania she she, uh, she would uh, go around uh, you know, Monster Mania with her skateboard. Oh, hell yeah! The other the other great thing was I didn't I, I talked to the uh, one of the ETs because one of the E.T. Was, was a midget who died literally the, the same year as E.T. But the other guy was a half a half guy, and uh, he was one of the scenes uh, walking around as, as E.T. Uh, and, and also, my favorite half people were all half people in uh, silent runnings as the little robots with, uh, with uh, what's his name? Um, uh, you know, the, the actor from um, uh, Hateful Eight, and also uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Runnings. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson's like, what are all these damn robots trying to take this spaceship around? I'm Samuel L. Jackson. I have little robots that look like R2-D2, but they're half men inside these things. I like- I'm Samuel Jackson. <laughs> I like that. Sam, your Samuel L. Jackson is actually lives in the Pokemon world and just announces his name constantly. <laughs> I like Samuel, motherfucker. Jeremy, I love that half people sounds like a hate crime. <laughs> it just sounds like hate speech. Be like, oh, these half people over there. <laughs> so, uh, um, 
right after that, so we we meet like a a bunch of them. There's also another storyline that happens during this between uh, Frozo, who is the the clown, um, and Venus, uh, who I forget what she does, but she's just like somehow more pretty than Cleopatra, but the nice pretty lady in the circus. Um, she uh, she and that she uh, Frozo and Venus have a little uh, a love thing that goes on between them, even though he is uh, constantly doing bad gags the whole movie, just like getting hit on the head with a hammer you're like oh i'm just taking a bath just kidding it's a bicycle bath that i made <laughs> oh come on i have look i've met some guys and i'm like eh, but i'm like then they're funny so i'm like okay that makes up for it um can somebody help me out here okay speaking of that storyline when they are like falling in love is he telling her he's snipped or that he doesn't have a penis um do you know what I'm talking about? I guess that he's snipped, um, which would which would of course uh, label him as he's being clear that you know this is 1930s rise of Hitler era. He's making it clearly known that he is snipped and part of the Jewish faith. Um, <laughs> he's <a> turd. <laughs> such a turd do you you know the part i'm talking about though uh no i I must have missed it oh so there's a jeremy let me know if you know what i'm talking about there's like a part in the dialogue where he's like trying to build up her self-esteem after she's left like her partner sorry if i'm jumping around but i did this confuses me and he's like telling her how pretty she is and how like great she is and whatever and he says something like if only you would have met me before the operation or like before I was cut or something. And I'm like, did he get like fixed? Like he's out of vasectomy or does he not have a penis? I would I don't. I would like to think that, uh, you know, you know, Cleopatra, originally I was a grown sized man. And then I went to this doctor named Mengala. And he transformed me into this little person that you see before you. <laughs> You're such a son of a bitch. We, we, we have another doctor on, on the, the, the uh, Saturday morning uh, TV shows. He was called Dr. Shrinker. Dr. Shrinker! Dr. Shrinker! He's a madman with an evil mind! With my, my shrink ray! <laughs> you know who my Dr. Shrinker was? Dr. Ruth, that woman did not make me wet or hard. Yeah. Uh, there's How a- do you use a penis with a giant dildo at the same time? <laughs> the penis goes in the vagina and it feels very good. <laughs> yeah. Can we make, can you make sex more technical in a German way? I will say Dr. Ruth has never made me want to have sex less. Um, <laughs> that is, that is accurate. Dr. Ruth made me gay. <laughs> Dr. Ruth, Ruth, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Ruth. He took all the mystery of sex away. So, uh, all right, let's get us back on track here. Move the story along uh, just a little bit. Um, uh, we meet these two landowners that, uh, uh, so some of the freaks have been let out. Uh, one of the mom caretakers of uh, of the freaks has let them out to get some air. Play, uh, this is Madame uh, Tetrialini, and uh, she's walking around with the pinheads and um, the little uh, the little person who eventually goes on to be blast uh, master from Master 
blaster as well as the half boy and yeah. and the torso uh who is probably one of my favorite characters in this the, <laughs> played by prince uh randian the living torso who has just no arms no legs and a mustache that he looks the most like morgan freeman uh as the best way to describe him but i'd with say no i'd limbs. say ving reigns okay, I, I could see that too i made a note that says do you think he got his ears and amputation done at claire's <laughs> So I have these these folks though that come upon them. Here we are. But at first I could not believe my own eyes. A lot of horrible twisted things, you know, crawling, whining, laughing. Bidon, Jean. What, what were you drinking last night? Nothing, Monsieur. I assure you. Oh, Monsieur, there must be a long. By the way, when he says I was drinking nothing, he couldn't sound even like Pat Summerall sounds more sober than the guy who's. I was not drinking anything. I was just French. This is a French sound. We just sound like we're constantly cracking the hammer. Uh, just so. I, I I like to remember the the the, uh, the Billy Joel song of we start we didn't start the fire. Children of the land of mine. <laughs> so here we go. I got a little bit more audio from this. As to smother such things at birth, or or or, or lock them up. All right, John. Is that anything like you say on my ground? We'll have it removed. Go away, all of you. Don't you know trespassing the same as stealing? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Monsieur. I am Madame Petralini. These uh, children are in my circus. Children. They're monsters. Oh, you're circus. I understand. So you see, monsieur, when I get a chance, I like to take them into the sunshine and let them play like children. I, I like they're like, get these freaks out of my, get them away from my pond. I do not want the, I do not want their chromosomes leaking into my water supply. <laughs> <laughs> get them away from here and she's walking around with the three actual uh 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 the three three of them are the people that have uh what is it mike uh micro uh cephaly microcephaly it's like the tiny head disease or whatever uh birth defect uh and they are all legitly super disabled <laughs> The first time I ever heard of hydrocephaly, I was like, oh, my God, does that mean he's got a super wet dick? And I was like, oh, never mind. I, <laughs> um, I, also- I, I have many cephalus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, So I love the torso, though, because the minute. I saw him come on screen. I thought of Jeremy and I was like, 13 ghosts. (laughs) Not one ghost. Every every, uh, girlfriend was like, wait a second. That isn't a penis. This is a giant clitoris. Oh, Jeremy, you better keep that clean. (laughs) (laughs) So... Uh, they, they graciously, the landowner lets them pass and go back to the circus. Thank God. Uh, I did pull this one last little clip before we get into the torso, but, uh, we go back to Hans and Hans and Frida are, there's starting to be some tension because she's, he is flirting a lot with Cleopatra and, uh, she says, you know, last night, uh, he had some trouble singing and wanted him to cut back on his smoking. So I, I pulled that. Yeah. Again, what was I saying? You were saying, you were saying, what were you saying? I was saying, tonight you must not smoke such a big cigar. Your voice was very bad at tonight's show. 
I do. And I want a cigar and smoke a cigar. And then, um, see, this is a clear reference that would later inspire this quote by the great Arnold Schwarzenegger. Let me ask you something. When my wife's father has introduced me to Stogies, what is she going to say? She's not going to say my mistake because her father never makes a mistake. So therefore, it is okay. I can smoke Stogies around her. I can smoke Stogies in my house. First of all, because her father introduced me to Stogies. And second of all, because I'm a stud. I'm ballsy. I don't take no shit from anyone. I smoke my Stogie anywhere I want. I don't have to find a hideout place like you. (laughs) There we go. That is wild coming from a man that sired a child with his maid. Uh, he, hides, well, he, he hides his illegitimate children and his stogies. Now, with, with my wife, now she just says, you can't smoke, you can't drink. And now I, I hide under the porch when I do my drugs and my drinking and my and my smoking under the deck. So. I don't I don't have to be I don't I don't have to go under the house like you. <laughs> I, also, also I hide under the porch much much like Spiegel under the under the mountain. So there with my go. precious. I just like the idea. I just like the idea that a man's argument for me being like I don't want you doing that in our house, and he's like, Hey, I do whatever I want. I'm a stud. <laughs> Your fa- like, okay. you, this is your father's fault. He introduced me to it. Come on, Maria. Don't fuck around right now. I'm this was like it. this was like when I was fourteen years old when my my mom found my smoking in the basement. She's like, Give them to me. I'm like, I'm not doing like I know you're smoking. She takes the cigarettes and I can hear her upstairs dumping the cigarettes into the <laughs> toilet and shoving, flushing the cigarettes like, oh, I guess I'm not smoking them. <laughs> did did the same thing happen about like the porno growing up as a kid? Be like, hey, it's okay. My father. <laughs> My father, he me. introduced it to me. Come on. He showed me Jugs XLX. I don't have to hide it like you. I learned it from you, Dad. I learned it from you. So, all right. I lo- I, I saw your porn porn lanch. So I have a. This is a very special part, though. I wanted to get to. All right. Now, okay. now we need to talk just a little bit about Prince uh, Randian because he's. We're about to hear his only line in the movie, and um, this. Um, now, Prince Randian is was a real guy who definitely had uh, no arms and no legs. His son would actually carry him around the set a lot of the time. Aww. And he loved his favorite thing to do on set was to scare the shit out of people. He would hide everywhere and just be in little corners of a room and would scream at people. As he went, hey! like, <laughs> it was his favorite thing to do. So he's, he's clearly a G. Um, he doesn't have a lot of lines in the movie because uh, the one scene that he's really featured he you get to watch him uh light a cigarette um with using only his mouth he takes the match out he sets it down and lights an entire cigarette uh this scene was actually cut down because yes there's an original cut where he actually rolls the cigarette as well with his mouth puts the tobacco in rolls it does everything you can see and he then delivers this line while talking to the fella uh, and I don't know. I had to watch it with captions. But did you catch what his line was, Ashley? I'd have to. He- I'd have to hear okay, it from I you. I thought I no. I thought I did, but I have to hear it from don't you. Don't worry. Here it is. Now you can do anything with eyebrow. 
Did you did you catch that? Did you hear what no. he said? Now you can do anything with eyebrow. <laughs> do whatever I want. Now you can do anything with eyebrow. <laughs> so I had to watch it with. Is he ca- German? I had to watch it with uh with captions on. He says, "I can do anything with my mouth." <laughs> Just look, give it one more time, Henry. Now you can do anything with eyebrow. That's that. That's that's it. I can do anything that's with my, my mouth. That's my slogan too. <laughs> so. Because I feel like this character was clearly underutilized. I mean, mm-hmm. what a talent. Uh, I thought it merited him having his own special song. Here oh. for a world premiere is a song that I wrote yesterday for the Torso guy. Torso. I'm just a man of the times. Torso. Don't persecute me for crimes. Torso. I'm a man with a plan Even though I ain't got no legs or no feet or no hands Don't blame me cause I am the way I am Baby girl, let me get in those legs And let me in between those thighs Now you can do anything with eyebrows I can do anything with his mouth. There you go. Torso, everybody. (laughs) You know, I don't think a man can make a woman scream like Torso Man ever had after rolling cigarettes. Yeah. I I don't know. Eric's Eric's a close second with that song. As I can as I can attest, I can never satisfy a woman because I have no talent. So, so oh, I'm well, sorry, Jeremy. Jeremy, one day, I mean, you could be as good as a circus freak because listen, the next clip I got here, the next one I got here, whew, is from um, Schlitzy. Okay, uh, r- yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, go sorry. ahead. I'm sorry, Eric. Um, look, Jeremy, I I hope you don't mind. I can. I just want to give you like a little bit of female advice. Um, stop leaving uh, teeth marks like rats on her clit. That would that would probably help with the satisfying. <laughs> just don't don't bite so much like it's a piece of cheese. <laughs> why why are you bringing me down? I mean, I love rats. <laughs> oh yeah. Now this is look, look, um... look at this dead rat. <laughs> so. Uh, we didn't really get much into the the pinhead character. The main one uh, was played by uh, who's who's called Schlitzy in this movie. Um, uh, Schlitzy, who? Okay, so Schlitzy, the pinhead, uh, is actually uh, not a woman at all, uh, but was forced to wear a dress on set, uh, not because. Uh, of any other particular reason, except that uh, he was incontinent and it was easier to hide when he would piss himself constantly. And, this is horrible. And Schlitzy, I'm not, I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing at the situation. I'm just, oh my God. it's, it's, it's a reaction to <laughs> the situation. And um, did, did your mom, did your mom wear a dress? <laughs> Do I stutter? 
Now, now Schlitzy was beloved by the cast members, and actually, Schlitzy would come to set every day and was fascinated mm. by like the movie making process, and was such an incredibly like from top to bottom. Everybody was like, "Yes, Schlitzy is the most wonderful person we've ever met," mm. and I'll never forget. Which this little piece of dialogue, it's like it's heartwarming to me, which this is between the clown and um, Schlitzy. She said something that I think is the most heartwarming part of the movie. Oh, I'm sorry, Schlitzy. This house fire, and she was shot. I was saying something to stay on the dance. And I never forgot that. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Uh... <laughs> I love Schlitzy. I hope you know. I hope that he lived the wonderful rest of his life, and um, I, I miss <sighs> miss Schlitzy dearly. What do you mean you miss Schlitzy? It fucking goes to the mill stream all the time. <laughs> did, did anybody see the reel with uh, with Beetlejuice with a, somebody with really bad stuttering speaking? Like somebody somebody had a bad stroke, and the fact the guy stutters so bad, the guy's like, and then and then. Beetlejuice like work it come on come on come back like oh my gosh I don't remember that but Jeremy I like it Um, (laughs) Beetlejuice is really really hoping like you can do it you can do it he's really trying to stammer like like you had a bad stroke so that's how we were back in November we're like Jeremy you can do this sound it out you can still be the podcast we were like Jeremy come on find those slurs we know they're in there Doesn't it? <laughs> oh gosh so I um, love I love I love slurs so Hans though is still trying to get adult pussy and he's quite the charmer look how it sparkles light your eyes dancing gay make bubbles um so he's bringing her champagne things are going well and uh eventually um she finds out that uh through frida who's clearly uh upset that uh she's seeing this full-grown room and frida reveals to her that uh you must you must know that he you like him only for his money because he's come upon a great inheritance and he's she's like I actually did know that. Uh, meanwhile, she's shacking up with the strong man in the movie this entire time, who's a total dickhead. Play it, uh, uh, Henry Victor, who's playing Hercules, the uh, the strong man here. So uh, they come up with a plan to. Uh, she's going to marry Hans, and then uh, she says uh, her words. Um, you know, midgets aren't much of a threat, and they often are weak. They aren't strong. <laughs> they aren't strong. So she decides that she's going to poison Hans shortly after their wedding a uh, real piece of shit move so uh they uh they sorry eric i'm so sorry it just hit me she's she's poisoning him it's it's munchkins it's munchkins by proxy <laughs> <laughs> oh by, by the way the uh the uh American Horror Story version of uh, of uh, Schlitzy really did a really good job of looking like Schlitzy. Yeah, She's like did. Naomi yes. Grossman, and, yeah. and it's like, hey, you're still working it, baby. Still you, you, ain't, it. you ain't ugly. You're working it. She looks like <laughs> so, she looks like Amy Winehouse almost. Yeah, very much. I thought I, I, that's exactly what I thought. Um, I'd do her. The uh, the uh, the one though though. Listen, a lot of people aren't fooled by. Uh, 
by the Cleopatra's feign uh, love. And uh, you know what? The freaks stick together. But while we're just filthy things to her, she'd fit on hands if they wasn't given her present. Let her try it. Let her try doing anything to one of us. You're right. She don't know us, but she'll find out. Uh oh. Who runs Bartertown? Uh, shortly after, though, they are wed and uh, uh, led by the blaster, the master blaster himself, uh, leads them in song to uh, welcome in Cleopatra as part of an official freaks. A loving cup, a loving cup. We accept a one of us. We accept a one of us. And as this is all happening, she's not enamored with it and uh, is very drunk and actually uh, ends up making out with Hercules in front of her new husband. And Hans is not happy about this. Uh, she's also already poisoned his champagne and is feeding him poison while this is happening. Uh, he shortly after uh, this becomes very ill, um, but uh, Sweet Venus is on to uh, their little plot as he's fallen ill after this. What you're talking about? The stuff she put in the wine. <laughs> you're crazy. Yeah, well, you can't get away with it. I'll tell the coppers. So, hey, tell on your own people. My people are decent circus folks. Not dirty rats, but would kill a freak to get his money. Dirty little... But then he notices that all the freaks are watching him, and they're like, hey, don't make... Don't ma- the, 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 the torso's like, don't make me roll over there. Don't make me come over and take out your leg like a mini log roll taken out of Adat Walker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, my God. So uh, he backs off, and then... Uh, it pretty much brings us to a climax pretty quickly after this. In like the last 10 minutes of the movie, uh, they get caught. Hans wises up and starts spitting out his poison. Uh, Hercules and um, and uh, sweet Cleopatra try to make a run for it in the uh, carriage, but get ripped out. And uh, can, 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 we, can we not glaze over the most important part sorry, of the movie? Sorry, no, yeah, go for it. The most important where, where she becomes the truest the the truest monster of all time not only calling them freaks in front of them but also throwing the the goblet in into a master blaster's face yeah yeah to the to the point that she is like where all the freaks like ha ha laps on you lady gaga we were born this way <laughs> no that was a very sad like scene i think it's quite funny that yeah she has this meltdown that she's like, ew, I'm not one of you. Um, but it's also very, very sad. Like, this is actually quite a sad movie. I'm an acrobatic worker, not some freak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a headliner, not an opener. I'm a sword swallower. Yeah. I can fire breather. So, I can eat living mice. I'm a, gre- a geek. I'm a lady that just looks like a literal bird. <laughs> Um, so I have elephantitis. <laughs> so uh, I'm John Merrick, the Elephant Man. 
I'm also Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> so uh, we are then um, transported shortly after they're ripped from the carriage and uh, handled as the freaks close in on them on this uh, downpour. Uh, and it shows that finally the, the guy who is showing the circus attraction goes down and she's now half chicken lady. Uh, just, uh, just Cleopatra's been turned into a living freak herself. And cut from the movie was this uh, because it, the, it was one of the major outrages is that Hercules, uh, you can't see it in the current cut, but Hercules was castrated and now is a tenor singer as another one. So he he just sings like this now with no dick. Uh, he's a full, full-on castrated oh, human. Um, the most important part of the film is that not only there are already little people under carriages, but it's enough for the to to make it more scary that they crawl like like animals <sighs> yeah, into yeah. the ground in 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 mud it's like well they seem normal to me you know yeah <laughs> let's, let's let's make people creepy more as creepy as possible hey could you uh i know that um sometimes your appearance can be a bit do you mind crawling on the ground like and look real scary to people um that would be my fair my fair <laughs> everybody's up fear is like Man, I'm cool with you know, going upstairs unless there's a midget person with a, with a knife to cut my feet. So <laughs> yes, they, yes, they remind me of Sid's toys from Toy Story. <laughs> oh yeah, R.I.P. Sid. Um, so uh, the movie, uh, the final scene of the movie is uh, Hans living in a mansion, pretty much by himself, wanting to be secluded because he's been uh, he's been left for the world, but. Uh, uh, Frida lets in their old clown friend and Venus because they were the good ones. But, Han, you tried to stop them. It was only the poison you wanted. It wasn't your fault. Don't. Don't cry, Han. Don't do me my leaping. Don't cry. Don't, Han. Oh, why? I love you. I love you. And that brings us to an end. Let's talk about the let's talk about the happy ending where Hans says, "You're a bastard in a basket." <laughs> that brings us to an end of 1932. Freaks. Uh, Ashley, your final thoughts on Freaks. I actually really liked it, but it is, I find it to be an incredibly depressing, very sad movie. I really feel for the little people couple um, because, again, someone else has found love and I have not. (laughs) Aww. And Jeremy Freaks, your take. I'm a normal person who just uh, stutters a lot lot more. And uh, if I didn't have enough skin care, I could still join the circus as a human alligator. Woohoo, yeah. baby! And, uh, you know, I personally loved, uh, Freaks, man. It's a, it's a fun thing. Uh, definitely has inspired a, a whole, uh, subgenre of freaky movies that came from this. Probably most recently that, uh, what's the Guillermo del Toro movie that came out with, like, Shape of Water? No, it's Post Shape of Water. The one with, uh, like, Lab- Labyrinth? Nightmare Alley. Nightmare Alley. There you go. Very Nightmare Alley-y. Uh, it's mm-hmm. almost like a, uh, a better version of freaks which is 
is makes fun of the freaks a little bit less. That, that, that um, kids movie, Pan's Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, but no, it's good, worth watching. You can find it on YouTube and all types of places. It's worth a couple bucks to rent it. Um, Ashley, where can people find you at? Uh, you can find me online at Ashley Pontius Laughs, and you can find my horror page, Slash and Gash DMV. Uh, you can catch me headlining the Abingdon Grill April 29th, and then I'll be at the cellar door April 30th. Excellent. Uh, and you can find all things Eric Comedy at ericcomedy.com. Although I haven't really updated my dates, uh, there are links to all my socials there. And hell, I could use the traffic. Uh, this week, uh, if you're listening to this on Monday or Tuesday, Wednesday night, uh, I remembered that I'll be in West Virginia and I'll be doing a bussy show with the great Tommy Simbazo. So if you're out in the West Virginia and you want to see some freaks, holla if you hear me. Jeremy, take us out of here. The whole fake arm trick, eh? Hey!